Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Rayana, and this is the first episode of Pick You. Um, the reason I started this podcast is I wanted to give, especially women, a place to feel safe and heard in regards to relationships and mental health. Later on, I also plan to have a couple of guests on. There will be more details for that shortly. A little bit about myself before we get into this week's topic. I am 23 years old. I am currently in nursing school, so I'm going for cosmetic nursing. I will have a whole podcast about that later on. I'm super excited to share that field with you guys just because it's something I'm really passionate about. Um, something else to note, I do have a three-year-old. His name is Patrick. I'm sure you guys will hear him pop into the podcast every now and then. He is hilarious, so I'm sure he will make an appearance. Something else is I am also currently on a fitness journey, so I will kind of be sharing my progress with you guys as I'm going through just kind of trying to be more dedicated to the gym and being a lot more consistent than I have been recently. So I'm going to be sharing that journey with you guys here. But with that being said, let's jump into this week's episode. So what I wanted to talk about today is healing. Healing is such a huge topic that I have seen People kind of spread a lot more light on as far as being more open, whether it's with mental health or dealing with a breakup. Um, People are a lot more willing to talk about this healing journey that we're on. And something to know with that is healing is not linear. It does not look the same for everyone. What my version of healing is may be different from what anyone else's version of healing is for me. It's me being comfortable, being alone, not feeling like I have to pick up my phone or be sucked into social media. But that might not be what everyone's version of healing is. That might not be what someone's end goal is. So try not to compare so much your healing journey compared to your friends or what you see on social media. Especially on TikTok, I noticed since I started my healing journey, I've been liking a lot more posts that has to do with healing and, you know, the life after no contact and, you know, kind of those positive sides of healing. So when I was down pretty bad when I started my healing journey, that kind of brought me down a little bit more because I couldn't understand why these... TikTok showed everyone being so happy when I wasn't feeling that. My healing process, I I wasn't there yet. So I think that it's important to note that social media really glamorizes the positives of healing. And, you know, maybe that's like the end goal that they're showing. But it doesn't show the days where, you know, sometimes you might not want to comb your hair. You might not want to get out of bed or certain things trigger you and you become upset or extremely emotional. It could be a song. It could be a place, a phrase. You know, social media, I don't think, at least from what I've seen, shows the ugly of healing. So I think that's something 
to kind of take with a grain of salt when you are on your healing processes. Don't compare yourself and your healing to what you see on social media because that might be your end goal, but that's may not be where you're at right now. So it's a little bit hard to compare what you're seeing if that's not the stage that you're at in your healing process. And there's a lot of different ways that you can heal. Some things that I've been doing personally is I've been talking to myself the way that I want someone to talk to me. If I'm seeking compliments from somebody, I need to be able to wake up in the morning and tell myself, like, you look great. Like, you look fucking awesome. Like, I need to be able to compliment myself if I want to receive that from others. And when I do things like that, I call it speaking to myself with love. So there are some days where I'm super self-conscious about, you know, my hair or my makeup or my outfit. And I try to make sure that I'm speaking to myself with love. Maybe the top that I'm wearing makes me a little insecure, but I need to be able to be comfortable with myself and not care what anybody else thinks because I'm on my own healing journey and I need to be focused on what makes me happy. And if I feel like the top makes me happy, then I'm going to wear it. So speaking to yourself with love and also trying to have that self-love for yourself is extremely important. Someone told me, and I don't remember who because it was a while ago, that you can't expect other people to love you if you can't love yourself. And that comes with loving yourself mentally, physically, you know, getting really in touch with yourself and you know, you really can't ask someone to love you if you don't know yourself and you can't love yourself. So I feel like loving yourself is such an important step in the healing process. Something else that I've been doing recently is protecting my peace. And what I mean when I say that is anything that is not benefiting me or bringing you know, peace or lightening the load for myself is not protecting my peace. So that might look like cutting off toxic connections, whether that's with family members or friends or even partners, you know, protect your peace. If somebody is making your life more hectic and stressful and kind of adding more onto your plate, as hard as it may be, you need to protect your peace and kind of really evaluate what does that person bring to your life And what are some pros and cons of them being there as opposed to, you know, how much happy or how much relief would you have if you kind of put some distance between yourself and that person. So protecting your peace is a must. That is such a hard one because sometimes you don't realize that people around you may be, you know, toxic or negative or or draining you. Because it could be friends that you've had for years or it could be family members that you've looked up to. You really need to evaluate those around you and the friendships and start looking at ways to eliminate the stress that is on your plate or that comes with being around certain people and seeing is it really worth it. Because once you start protecting your peace, you're going to feel so much happier. And yes, you might have times where you miss that person or maybe even people if there's multiple people, but you will find better connections once you're more in touch with yourself 
And you're going to find really meaningful connections and friendships once you are at peace with yourself and you're protecting your peace. Something I really believe in is manifesting. I feel like I've manifested a lot of great people into my life recently by protecting my peace and being very mindful of what I'm looking for in a friendship or even a partnership. You know, I'm not quite there yet, but just being very mindful and picky about who I let into my space and my energy has helped me tremendously in all aspects of my life, whether it's from the gym or from different eating habits or from somebody who I like to discuss books about, you know, just very much finding my peace and what makes me happy has been so amazing. And I'm extremely grateful for the people around me currently who add such peace and value to my life. So I think that's one of the best ways to help heal is just making sure you have those supportive people around you, those positive people who are going to lift you up instead of dragging you down. And also just being happy with yourself. Yes, it is amazing to have friends and a supportive friend group, but also being okay being alone. Because at the end of the day, that is who you have. And, you know, you have to learn to love yourself and love your own company. And just jumping back to the topic of having bad days and healing. There was a TikTok that I'd seen a couple months ago, and it had said that If you're posting for a specific person to see, you're not healing because you're still searching for validation. And the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because social media can be so hard to be involved in when you are healing, especially if you still have that person that you're healing from on your social media. So something that I noticed is even though I didn't have this person on my social media. I found myself, you know, trying to be cute or posting like little songs, hoping that they'd see it. And I realized by doing that, after seeing that tic- that TikTok, that I wasn't healing as much as I had thought that I was because I really was posting, hoping to, you know, see that person in my views or seeing if any of their friends seen it and maybe told them about it. So Social media can be really dangerous when you're healing just because it's so easy to get sucked into toxic habits or, you know, to keep checking their profile and keeping tabs on them. You really want to put some distance between yourself and that person. And sometimes social media makes it harder to do. So not to say that social media isn't a great outlet when you are healing, but just being mindful of using it in the right ways when healing And just making sure, you know, is this protecting my peace? Is, you know, me searching this person good for my health to want to know what they're doing if I'm trying to, you know, kind of move on to the next stages in your life. So just being mindful of what you do on social media during your healing journey. And that might even come with deleting some of your guys' old posts if you have them on Instagram. And It is okay to, you know, reflect on the relationship, but try not to dwell on it. Something that I found 
really kind of put me in a spiral when I started healing was asking myself those what if questions. You know, what if, what if I had done this or what if I had said that or what if I had waited, you know, a certain amount of time or something. Those what if questions kind of just drag you down. So, you know, when you are kind of going through social media and you're getting rid of, you know, maybe posts or pictures or, you know, whatever it may be that you had on social media with that person, you know, you can reflect on the good times, but really try not to, you know, ask those what if questions just because it's so easy to get tangled up in, you know, playing out scenarios in your head. And again, that's not always the best when you're trying to heal and go to that next chapter of your life. So with that being said, the last thing that I want to touch on today is getting closure. So I know a lot of people want closure, and unfortunately we don't all get the closure that we're looking for. Or maybe we do and it's not the answer that you're looking for. Sometimes you do have to take, you know, no response as a response or kind of just really reflect on the relationship and, you know, make your own answer because you don't always get that closure. And it's not this huge wave of relief when you do. Sometimes what you're thinking the closure may sound like or look like or maybe the scenario that you played in your head for that closure, it doesn't meet up to it. It's not this huge wave or blanket of relief like, oh, like it makes sense now. You know, sometimes you do just have to accept things for how they are and try and heal and move past, you know, the relationship, whether it's the friendship, you know, a family member, a partner. You know, sometimes taking that no response as a response and letting things be how they are and focus on what makes you happy. And once you find, you know, what makes you happy, you are going to attract so many amazing, positive people around you. And I'm super excited to continue to talk about, you know, healing and mental health on this podcast. I'm still fairly new to it. So thank you guys for bearing with me today and tuning in. I look forward to talking to you guys next Sunday with a brand new topic so stay tuned i will be posting it on my instagram which will be linked below so thank you guys love you so much